Welcome to the Prepared for Nothing studio where we're bringing to you live a debate that I am really excited for. Um, it's not a debate. It's not a debate. We're just talking about the straight facts. The straight facts as they are. Ben, can can I get through my intro, please? No, no this is very important. We need to go straight into nope. it. We that... need to go straight into it. How are we going to sit here and just discuss like it's a normal thing? Like it's it's an everyday solution to our problems is to take everybody Ben to take an Eminem, Shapiro to take an Eminem character and change him. There's no reason to change him. There's nothing different about them. They didn't change. They're not a different flavor Eminem. That's the only time you should change an Eminem's design is when it's a different flavor. We're back onto this Eminem thing again. There is no reason God, to desexualize Eminems. I think by default, the only Eminem they did not change is the red Eminem. Hmm, Therefore, Shemir, the red Eminem is the only remaining sexy Shemir. Eminem. It's not gay for me to say that the M&M no is sexy ben just because Chimero. it is depicted as a male. <laughs> Wait, so, so hold on there. My, my my friend here was yelling. You said something about the red? and The red M&M is the only remaining sexy M&M. The, whoa, the red one. Oh my God. It is the unchanged <laughs> M&M, therefore it is the only remaining sexy M&M. Would you take him out for a drink? A- abs- absolutely. Um, I would always take a sexy person out on a drink. Even though he is a man, technically. He is not a man. He is an Eminem. It is not gay because he is an Eminem and he is not real. <laughs> okay, so he stayed sexy. Are you like bi towards Eminem? It is not bi. It, I am. I am a straight man. I am a straight married man. It is just a sexy Eminem. But what if that Eminem turns out to have a penis? Eminems do not have penis. Eminems do not have penises. Well, what if hypothetically, man, grow a little outside of reality and think hypothetically okay let's say hypothetically the m&m has a penis therefore the penis is made out of candy therefore still a candy penis therefore not a real penis therefore not a male penis would you eat a candy m&m penis <laughs> what if it jizzes i would because it's candy i like candy ah so but it doesn't it, matter so what, you would you would, penis, you would not suck gay. down an m&m's chocolate penis and it juices caramel. Would you take a facial with that caramel? Hypothetically. Why, 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 okay, calm down. Calm I, down I would here. not suck on chocolate. Chocolate you don't suck on. It's not It's not hard candy that you suck on. It is so what you're candy. saying is that like you'll swallow it. You chew it. He's, he's in... You chew it. It melts in your mouth. Yo. There's no reason to ben suck on Shimiro's it. so gay, bro. Whoa there. It has Chill a crunch. Out. You have to bite it. Chill out, Janae. We don't need to be throwing slurs. That is how M&Ms work. Should be. M&Ms are candy. They're not real people. Therefore, I am not gay for liking the red M&M. Okay. Can we bring it? Okay. okay. Hold it's on. okay to be homosexual. Hold on. Let's, hold on. Let's, let's curb our red M&M talk from Mr. Shabibi for a second. Um, I want to ask our second guest um, their opinions on... The M&M's and the red M&M's specifically, and if it is still the sexiest of the M&M's. Well, you know, know I met Danny DeVito. He supported me on my run. And I got to say, Danny DeVito was depicting the red M&M. Therefore, Mr. Shapiro just needs to admit and accept that he is a gay man for liking the red M&M. I agree, it is a sexy M&M still. They're all sexy M&M's. There is no reason they need to be hypersexualized, but you can still be sexy in your own way. But, Mr. Shapiro... Is attracted to the male Eminem. That is the red Eminem. Okay, he did admit earlier that he would potentially, you know, eat some Eminem dick, um, which was related to the red Eminem. Um, you said he was Danny DeVito. Yes, there there is a, a great commercial where he gets turned into a human. He's no longer an Eminem, so he doesn't have to worry about people eating him, and he becomes Danny DeVito. He's just running around short and fat. Yeah, I mean, he's about approximate Eminem size. Wow. Just like he is in real time. Mm-hmm. They, they put him in a red shirt, so you knew it was him. It was clever. Oh, very clever. Very Polo? No, just just a red t-shirt. Red t-shirt, plain. Yeah, yeah. Kept, it, kept it simple. 
I think he gets hit by a bus at one point. <laughs> but he runs up and he asks people, do you want to eat me? And they're like, what? No. Fuck off. Yeah. Like, that's and, creepy. And he's so, he's so happy because, you know, that, that, that's the hardships that M&Ms in society face is they want to be eaten. And now people like Mr. Shapiro want to fuck them. And I think that is very inappropriate, especially because M&Ms, they, they don't have any genitalia. They're, they're a hard shell. They have a mouth. So you have to have sex with that if you want to fuck an M&M. So it's not real sex because it's just chocolate oral? Yes. Oh, this always goes back to Janaid's question. Well, I don't know if any any anyone else wants to respond, but I, I think this has been... It can't be gay because the red M&M can only give me oral. Okay, but like, what if he wants to clap them cheeks? The red M&M does not have cheeks. cheeks. It is a shell. There is a shell body. There is no yeah, ass. The red M&M. No the, red M&M's the only opening is its mouth. Therefore, you can only give it oral. You can only have sex with its face. You did admit, though, that could give you something. Yeah, he could have a you know a little chocolate penis. Hypothetically, we only said hypothetically if he had a penis, but he does not have a penis because he is an M&M, and M&Ms are just shells. But he does have a mouth, and you can fuck the mouth. Therefore, by being the pitcher and not the receiver, I am straight. And also, it's an M&M, so it's not a man. Okay, Ben Shamiro, good for you, man. Um, I think Mr. Shapiro just needs to come to the conclusion of what he is. That it's okay to be a gay man in, in society. It's okay <laughs> to find yourself sexually attracted to a male red M&M. You can be attracted to anything. No, actually, I no. There's, there's, they, there are some lines. That, that, there are some lines. That's I a forgot. dangerous, a dangerous statement. I understand where you're going with it. And, and people initially, are attracted to many things, but it's not good to be attracted to some. Of I those think things. one of those key ones is um, there are certain the, the, the certain age thing. The certain things aren't ready to be attracted to yet. Yes, but the M and M's have been around for a very long time. You can be attracted to them. They are well over eighteen. How old are the? How old are M and M's? M and M's are pretty old, man. They were invented in it World is, War One to keep. Like chocolate from milk. It is it is a hundred percent fine this to receive real? head from an M M&M. and M. That's true. Holy shit, Janae, you're right. There is no no repercussions <laughs> from getting head from M M&M. and M. Dude, these bastards are old. Yeah, I learned that from Unwrapped. Remember Unwrapped on Food Network back in like when you were a kid. Me. I <laughs> didn't. Not when I was a kid. <laughs> <laughs> like okay, that weird, might have got us out of Weird this. facts that I just remember from when I was eight. Oh, oh you saved us, Janine. <laughs> yeah. Unwrap a food show. Yeah, the Food Network show. Not like a that kind of... Like the... Un, boom, like the kind of boom, boom, watches. boom. <laughs> that was my bad porn hub. Unwrapping a thing of M&M's. <laughs> Oh boy! It's well, not gay if I jerk off to M and M's. What if you jerk off? Oh, never mind. I won't say that. <laughs> Can I tell you guys an embarrassing story that I have to own up to? Let's hear it. Oh no! So you know how, like, last about a week and a half ago, finally got the balls, Tino, sign up for an open mic. Up at Wise Guys, yeah. right? So I get get 
put on the list. Well, not technically. I get the email back saying that I have uh, was offered a spot. I got so excited. I was just like texting a few people, showing my wife, reading mm-hmm. through. My dumbass just like somehow skipped over the very bottom of the email, which had some important facts, which I'll get back to. You honestly should have put that at like the beginning of the email. That's kind of, yeah. Um, again, this is all on me, which is what I'm owning up to. So I get all, I get all ready that day, you know, go buy some new clothes. I'm mm-hmm. all set, feeling fresh. I recorded like 24 versions of like my set mm-hmm. to make sure that I could land it to be right at three minutes yeah. and just get through my two jokes, no matter how they went, just like have it down and I practiced yeah. and practiced and practiced I get in the car. It's like a 15-minute drive. I leave like 45 minutes early because mm-hmm. I'm all anxious. Get in the parking lot, going over it again, and I'm like, oh, I should double-check that email. It's about 5 o'clock, 5.30's check-in. I'm like, I should check that email to make sure there's no other like important details I should know before right. I go up there. Read through the whole email and get to the very last line. And uh says, you got to... Respond to the waiver and confirm your spot by 4 p.m. on Wednesday by clicking this link here. Mm-hmm. But not only did they say it, they said it in this fucking way that was like, okay, now that you've made it through this whole email, like mm-hmm. they were kind of snarky. And then afterwards, they're like, if you don't do this very important, crucial step, your spot will be forfeited and there is no standby list. So make sure you don't fuck this up. It's pretty much what It might as well, like, at the end, say, if you're reading this in the parking lot at 5 o'clock, yes. you drop the ball. <laughs> yes. So then I'm like, God damn it. So did you write them back? I fucked up, so I tried to go onto the link to see if maybe I could, like, like last sneak minute it in, yeah. sneak it on, you know what I mean? And nope, the link was, like, a dead link that oh, no. was, like, to a document that they had already closed. So I hang out till 5.30, and I go from being, like, super confident. I've been, like, practicing everything. I'm ready to step up there first time. Mm-hmm. So now I'm like, fuck, I didn't do the most important part of, like, confirming my shit. Right. So I wait until all the rest of them go in and check in first because I was so embarrassed that I didn't want to, like, go in with all the people oh. yeah. who were already there and be like, am I on the list or not? Right. So I, like, wait till, like, 545. Audience to see your mistake. Yeah, I waited till I could kind of see through the window that there was, like, no one at the host desk, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? And I just went in and I was like... Hey, look, you know, I think I'm that idiot that, you know, missed the bottom of the email that said to confirm my name and get my spot. Like, I don't think I'm going to be on the list, but I just figured I'd come check to see if maybe I am or if there's anything I can do. And the lady's like, what's your name? And I tell her and she's just like, nope, you're not on the list. (laughs) And she pretty much gave me this such attitude of like, you fucking dumbass, try again next time. Damn. Had to walk a shame the fuck back out of there. <laughs> just left. You should have stayed, man. Just you should have stayed for it. I should have, but I was feeling like the wind was taken out of my sails. I didn't want to sit around for another two hours till the show started to even just like watch it. You know what I mean? Right. It's like, yeah, fuck it. Man, that sucks. Yeah. Made me feel made me feel like a smarty pants. Probably. Dude, just go. You could have just gone to it, man. Just go to one, bro. 
They don't do just. What do you mean? I can't just show like, up just and be go like, be an audience member. And oh, I know. Out, That's man. what I was going to do, but like I said, I didn't want to sit there because like the show doesn't start till like seven thirty ish. This was five thirty. I didn't want to sit there till seven thirty. I was just kind of like, yeah, fuck it. Came back home in your new clothes. Yeah, came back home, in my new clothes. Watched a fucking stupid TV show instead, like an idiot. Now I have to wait two more weeks till I can have like time off again to go do it, and I'm just like, now it's that anticipation is like, right, even looming stronger. Maybe it was meant to be, man. Maybe you were meant to do your debut on these next two weeks. Bro, instead. I felt like you can't just. You can't just beat yourself up for it, man. Oh, I'm not. I'm not. I'm just laughing at myself. Don't worry about it. Yeah, I know. It sucks, but... Like, what a fucking... What a fucking idiot to get... To, like, get my dream spot and be telling all the homies, like, I'm doing this. Is it it only on Wednesdays? Yeah. Damn. One day a week. Don't worry about it, man. One day a week. So, we'll try again. At least you're not. We'll try again. At least you're not banned from there. No. At least you can still go there. No. That's a good thing. And they did say that if you, like, reserve your spot, if you confirm and then don't show up, that will, like, affect, not saying that, like, one shot and you're done, but I'm sure if you, like, miss a few of them, they said they pretty much just stop giving you spots. Yeah, you start getting low priority on it. Yeah, but I didn't confirm it, so I don't think it will, you know. Right. Hurt against me because I never actually confirmed Yeah. my spot. Yeah, it sounds more like if you did what you were supposed to do. And, and then just don't show up. Then don't show up. Which yeah. I'm surprised they didn't have like something. It's like, yeah, you can hang out, but they if, did, if but no one shows up, then you're... They did, but she told me straight up that like everyone had already oh. checked in. Like Damn. everyone was there already. So All she's right. like, there is a chance, but everyone's already here. Yeah. Like, we filled the last few spots already, so. Okay, cool. So, I don't know. Also, dude, I went from being, like, feeling hella confident to just feeling like a total fucking idiot. It's it's out of you. You don't want to do it anymore. Yeah, all of a sudden, I'm like, I don't want to go walk up on the stage for the first time feeling like an idiot and try to do this. Like, Like, hey, guys, I almost wasn't up here. Anyway, into the jokes. uh, Now I can't even fucking remember what I was going to say. Right. You're so focused on trying to see if you even get to perform that you forget what you're performing. Yeah, yeah. And then just be sitting there the whole time like, what the fuck? So it's whatever. We try again. I also felt like the Mormon ass looking kid looking being there, dude. Like, damn, maybe I need to wear some like a dirty t shirt or something next time. Oh, did you dress nice? Not nice. I just had on like nice jeans and like a gray t shirt that was like clean, not wrinkled. Huh. And like I don't have neck tattoos. Yeah. Or like an unkempt neck beard. Or, like, really, like, crazy long bald hair. And, like, <laughs> old man skater vans and, like, oh, frayed yeah. jorts with... Uh, you're probably getting, like, the majority of people are, like, high school dropouts, social rejects, and people past their prime. Yeah, dude. It, it just looked like all the people who, like, couldn't get on the punk stage or something. I don't yeah. know. It was weird. Yeah, but, like, dude, you're supposed to be different, bro. I know. That's a good thing. I still like. I, I've heard lots of people talk about it. it's like yeah when they were sixteen doing comedy stand up yeah. for their first time and it's just like I saw a couple young bucks there yeah, yeah. And, and then it's just like they're up there and there's like some guy in the back with them and it's just like oh yeah I've been doing this forever he's like thirty five and it's just like 
well, when do you stop doing it? He's like, no, you don't. He's like, well, I better. <laughs> I'd left home for this. <laughs> yep. Yeah, the age demographic was pretty interesting. It was also, like, it was funny because it was the very typical, like, you hear the stories of, like, Joe Rogan and all these people talking about outside the comedy store. They're all just, like, standing around smoking cigarettes outside the door. Mm-hmm. That's literally what everyone was doing. They just mm-hmm. had their vapes. Like, the whole crowd was just standing there. And I was standing, like, 15 feet away by myself, like, I don't even think I'm on the list. And here I am standing. <laughs> but let me try again. Yeah, dude, you gotta have a thick shell, bro. It's gonna be okay. I know. I just, I'm laughing at myself. You, I'm not, I'm not trying to pout. I was hoping that you'd like laugh, it's call me good, an dude. idiot or something. Yeah. No, man, you put yourself out there. Dude. I can't make fun of that, man. This was something it, new and special. Like, why should I? Why should I bring down shame your parade, man? <laughs> I'm, not gonna go, I'm not gonna roast you on that, man. But fool me twice. <laughs> I thought I was giving you guys an alley oop or something there, and then they, you nah, guys like dude, jumped up and grabbed it. We're like. Oh, come on, man. Like, come on. You didn't even try on that one. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I'm the girlfriend that did, like, the boyfriend that's clearly not trying. At Bro, the, the net's game. there. You threw it here. <laughs> you uh, might as well yeah. call that a pass. Oh, okay. Let's talk about white supremacy, Connor. Oh, my God. So let's 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 teach Janaid about it. Let's yeah. Let's two white Please guys so, Janaid about white supremacy. So I, I got a friend that's in like the teaching classes, and one of the things that they were talking about it was like some diversity lecture today. And teaching so, classes that like like in college. Like yeah. College yeah. Okay. Okay. And um, okay. Yeah, that's acceptable in college. And they basically had uh, this white woman come in and play like the white guilt card the entire time and sick she she basically like according to her specializes in the study of whiteness <laughs> not as like a white supremacist but as like uh of the of, culture of being white but like denouncing white it culture. i don't know okay it, it's such like a weird thing because <clears throat> it's it's also like what is whiteness? Exactly. It's one of those things where it's such a loaded thing of like, are we talking like American white bread or are we talking like Germanic culture? Irish culture. <laughs> Irish culture. Italian no, culture. Like the like, American white culture. Yeah. Right. So. The South. Right. Like, Seattle. Let, yeah. Let's, let's now boil it down. Are we San talking Francisco? like white hipsters? Yeah. White pretentious people? You know, rednecks. California, yeah. Louisiana, baby. It, it's too. But she handed out, I guess, this like pamphlet thing about white supremacy culture, and there was like I think six or seven things that are essential to being a white supremacist culture. And so here they are: perfectionism, sense of urgency. Defensiveness. Quantity over quality. Worship of the written word. Paternalism. Power hoarding. Individualism. Progress equals bigger slash more. Objectivity. And right to comfort. Wait, that's what whiteness? That's what white... 
that's supposedly the culture of white supremacy. But we sat and thought about it for a minute. It's just like, how much of that shit is just communist China? What the fuck? <laughs> that list was just literally like somebody looked up a list of random adjectives. Random adjectives that apply to like mega corporations or some shit. Can you say the first like five again? They blew my mind. Uh, perfectionism. Sense of urgency. Defensiveness. Quantity over quality. And worship of the written word. Do you know what the couple of those really sound like? Hmm. They're not trying to say what a culture of white people necessarily is, but that non-white people are the opposite of that. Right. You know what I mean? Like, so, what's the second one being like uh, being quick on time? A sense of urgency. Sense of urgency. Isn't the like black stereotype that like blacks are always late? See, we didn't even think about this because we were just like a sense of urgency. It's like, oh, you have a quick work ethic. You must be white. The, no, I think what they're trying to say is I that mean, like, like they're choosing the best parts of being white as being like their yeah. what makes them white. But it's just they're I choosing the best parts of it. Because I see what you're not. saying now, though. This implies that like non-whites are lazy. Are lazy. Don't what have it's a saying. sense of urgency. They don't have a sense of urgency. They had to like they had the to, first like, one perfection. Couple, like like does that mean that like everyone else just fucking doesn't give a fuck about like trying to work hard and yeah. strive for greatness. I mean by the end of it we're looking at this and it's like half of this is just like just means you have solid work ethics yeah. basically. You just are like a somewhat decent person. Right. But then I mean like it goes into a little bit of detail too. So it's um anecdotes on sense of urgency. Realistic work plans, leadership which understands that things take longer than anyone expects. Discuss and plan for what it means to set goals of inclusivity. Oh no, wait, that's what. To... So, so white people are better, like construction managers, I guess, like better project managers. Uh, continued sense of urgency that makes it difficult to take time to be inclusive. Encourage democratic and/or thoughtful decision making to think long term to consider consequences. Frequently results in sacrificing potential allies for quick or highly visible results. For example, sacrificing... yo, white people ain't loyal, dog. Yeah. I'll throw you under the bus. That's what that one just said right yeah. there. Like, See, I don't give good. a fuck. They actually kept some uh, some negative things on there. That's the that's if they if they just only kept like we're on time. Yeah, we're reinforced honest, by hardworking proposals which promise too too much work for too little money and by funders who expect too much for too little. Oh, so like, dude, that kind of sounds like a like a J J word stuff yeah. doesn't it yeah like, we, we're the best with the banks <laughs> is that what that is saying <laughs> right there uh, but then like what was was it not power hoarding yeah throw a few more in there those some of those were it, i was so caught off guard we don't progress know. equals bigger slash more so like is that just like we're trying to flex our like building dicks that's what I'm trying to figure out. It, progress is an organization which expands or develops the ability to serve more people regardless of how they are serving them. Yo, a lot of, Janaid was right. A lot of these do actually kind of sound like communist China yeah. shit. <laughs> Gives no value, <laughs> not even negative value to its cost. For example, increased accountability to funders on the budget grows Ways in which those were served may be exploited, excluded, or understand. I mean, that's the other thing, too. It's like, 
Bro, if you just look hey, at yo, like... can you throw up this link, bro? Yeah, I kind of want to yeah. read this. Yeah. Me too. Me, that might that I might help. Read this, bro. Yeah. Let me add the link. Put in it the on chat. our group chat. Put and post it into the YouTube channel. Check the link below. <laughs> <laughs> Click the link below. When am I gonna? I'll make a TikTok later. Learn about white supremacy in the link below. Ooh. Thc.texas.gov. Thc.texas. Yeah. Yep. I like this. Uh, but yeah, right to comfort. The belief that those with power have a right to emotional and psychological comfort. Okay, we got to make sure we're all oh. only reading the right, the same ones, so we don't bounce all over the place. We're down. Okay, so you did perfectionism. We're down. We're down on. We're down on. Progress is bigger and more, right? Yeah. Develops an organization. Adds staff. Adds projects. We hire people. Yeah, it's like this makes no sense. But he was telling me too. It's like the thing that sucks about this class is you have to like brown nose the entire time. Otherwise, there's, like, this contract you sign when you go into the teaching school where they're, like, if you even show an ounce of, like, prejudice or not really groupthink, they can immediately expel you from the school under the faculty that you would not be best to educate children. Dude, no wonder nobody wants to be a teacher, dude. Fuck that shit. There's the teacher shortage right now. They're combating it by basically bringing in the National Guard. Yeah, cops and national. Yeah, Guard. and they're getting paid more than teachers are to teach. And it's just like shit. Why go to school for four years when I can enlist in the National Guard and be a teacher in a month? Yo, we got to go I'll back. Kid. What is He's this? Be homeschooled. What is this right to comfort thing? I like. I just hate that these are all like things of white people, which means that. If you're not white, it implies that if you're not white, that like right. This A implies that Janaid can't have this, and B implies that you and me have to have this. We yeah. definitely should. And the right to comfort, the like the belief that those with power have the right to emotional and physiological comfort, psychological. What? Yeah, it's just. I mean, from like scapegoating um, those uh, who um. cause discomfort. That means like, bro, if you fuck with me. I will blame shit as fuck on you. Yeah. I got a question, Equating though. individual acts of unfairness against white people with systemic racism, which targets people of color. <laughs> One white lady. Oh, my gosh. Uh... I like how the one right below scapegoat, that bullet point is added, so you can't point out that scapegoating could also just be like non-white people blaming white people for their problems <laughs> right <laughs> right or scapegoating oh my god this is bad yeah and like this woman i guess wholeheartedly okay this is even better she basically like treated this like this was biblical which i guess someone pointed out um doesn't this you know equate to worship of the written word <laughs> I, I don't... Oh, there's also, like, one that's kind of hidden, cut off weird. It's either-or thinking. Oh, yeah. Okay, so what I don't... Like, I'm, do you know what I'm struggling to understand more and more looking at this document? Hmm. I can't tell if this person is... Like, are they a white supremacist or are they a super lib that's, like, trying to talk shit on white... Supremacy. Right. 
Well, part of me is just like, because of who was presenting it, a part of me is just like, they just sit down and brainstorm, like, things affecting their life. I don't get what they're, what the, I don't get what side of, it feels like, because it feels littered with both, you know what I mean? It feels like it's like talking some shit about white people being like, you know, they are power hungry, but then it almost feels like it turns around after that and it's like, because they deserve that power, dog. Right. It's kind of like, wait, what? It's just like, white people are power hungry, Uh, people of power deserve rights. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, dude. And then it, it makes you think it's like okay, well, if A equals B, then wouldn't if if powerful people deserve rights, wouldn't any person that wants rights want power? Wouldn't that make them power hungry if they could be? Oh my gosh! You know what's another thing that people feel like the white guilt for? Hmm. They think that it's only the white people that oppressed. It's only that culture that oppressed people. That's not true. They're like there were. Still African slave traders, man. Janaid, we're we're focused on whites right now. Yeah. Okay. Just like always, yeah, like, that's the that's the rules here. Well, I guess one of the arguments I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. One of the arguments that I guess this like person brought up to the class was um you know, what about like non white cultures that express this? And the person teaching it basically just tried to say it's like, well, they were taught it by white supremacists. And it's just like, okay, so what white supremacist taught China to have, like, sense of urgency and worship of the written word and all that shit? Do white people... It's competition. Do white people just think there were, like, some shamans that roamed the earth at this, like, magical point in time where white people, like, just some random white dude walked into, like, some Chinese civilization and was like, blow! Knowledge for you from the white power. Right. Yeah. Walked into Africa. Think... Blow. <laughs> yeah, and only like certain cultures picked it up and others didn't. Yeah, they were just like, oh, we don't like you. Nope, you don't get the white powers. Right. It's just like, okay, China, here's how it works. China builds a dynasty. Okay, Africa, here's how it works. Africa continues to live in huts. No, but like that's that's another thing. Like it's just perpetuating the idea that white people are the are the first rank of race and the rest are just followers like right. the rest of the other races can make their own choices too man and it's not just like based on race it's just based on who you are yeah if if you could and we're all just a bunch of greedy fucking Can I ask assholes, a, bro? a question that i might regret okay let's see it. all right all right if you could draft one other race to be in the the top tier with the whites okay who are you drafting like like i get to basically pick and they get like right below white privilege basically pretty much white no even even white privilege even (laughs) instantaneously you just pick black people yeah that's it would it would end so much like Tension? Not only tension, but just, like, nonsense, you know, campaigning for, that goes nowhere. What if you, what if you, would you know what would be the... Ebony and Ivory. Do you know what would be the ultimate white person move? (laughs) Is to pick, like, a group of people that is so 
small, and I don't want to say culturally insignificant, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But, like, uh, like, you could take, you know, blacks, Asians, all these other... Yeah. In groups crazily... (laughs) (laughs) Polish people or something, you know what I mean? They're already white. Well, now they're white. They're now promoted to white Christian status. Turkish people or something. And you're like, wait. I think the the inhabitants of the Madagascar island. (laughs) A single island of them. The people of Papua New Guinea. Yeah, the uh, people of Papua New Guinea. All 13. What's that one uncontacted tribe that's never... The people of Tonga. Oh, wait, they all drowned. (laughs) The remaining survivors of Tonga get white privilege now. God. Just... That would be the ultimate white supremacist move. Like, you have to give one other person. They're like, mm, yeah. we'll let you into the club. <laughs> what would Who would you pick if you were white? <laughs> Bro, do you realize how many people I'd put out of a job if I picked black people? Like, how many campaign managers and advertisement people would just be like, well, I don't know how to advertise for anything else except, like, black empowerment. And now we don't need it anymore. So. Yeah, but there's got to be a lot doing, like, trying to figure out how to do subtle white empowerment, too. You know what I mean? I guess that's true. Like, this is, a, like, all the dudes were like, this is a good Bible-loving. <laughs> they don't pretty much say this is a good white man. Like but beer commercials? Christian billboards in the South. Yeah. You know like what I mean? God is real. Hell is yeah. real. Yeah. I love those. Up in Ogden. Yeah. You see those up there? Those There's, are sick. And they go in like order too. Yeah, It's dude, like so it's like a conversation. A story. Yeah. yeah. How do you feel when you see those, Janae? When I see what? The billboards up in like Ogden that are like, if you don't believe in white Christian Jesus and then on the next billboard, it's like, you're going to burn in hell. And you're like, Jesus, I'm just trying to drive to... 27th north dude um i have not seen i don't even look at billboards man i look at the fucking road bro i think that's privilege yeah (laughs) i think yeah dude i don't know i've lived in a different country and there's a bunch of shit that's put up on there that's like completely blasphemous and people get murdered for that shit on the street so it really doesn't faze me that someone wrote something on a billboard when it doesn't really have any threat to them you know, I'm just like, oh, some idiot probably spent a lot of money for something really stupid. That was a fun answer. Yeah. I, I like, I've seen lately there's been people that have been putting up like uh, insurance, like fake insurance billboards. And it's just like, are you injured? Good. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I Dude, I love some of these crazy ones. I saw one today that just said rehab doesn't work. Yeah, I've seen that one too. <laughs> but it's like. Doesn't no, elaborate at all. It doesn't work. White tree does. Don't ruin it. Don't ruin it. It just, the biggest thing it says <laughs> that you can't see anything else until you get it's closer. Just like, it just screams from a distance. Rehab doesn't work. My favorite one, there's one from Vegas to California. It's like, uh, who is it? It's like, can you not get up? <laughs> it's like an ED ad. But it's just like, or who is it? It's like, are you limp? <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's just like, yeah, but don't bring it up. Oh, my God. Keep your voice down. Dude, there's... Look, honey. Look, honey, they're talking about you. 
there's also some like fucked up like suicide prevention ones yeah. that I've seen ones that's literally just like four kids sitting on the edge of like a really gigantic like thousands of foot cliff mm-hmm. just sitting with their feet dangling off and their arms around each other and it just says suicide prevention next to it which I love because it's like feeling suicidal go sit on the edge of a cliff but then it's also just like just go out in nature bud and you won't feel suicidal right. anymore if you're feeling sad just go like on a hike with the homies to a cliff and then you'll be like not sad anymore we couldn't find him but we found all his clothes uh, folded nicely on a rock by a cliff <laughs> Feeling suicidal? Take your buddies up to the cliff and just murder someone else instead. I pretended that he was me, and it felt better. <laughs> someone had to die. You know, we've, been, we've been talking about racists. Did you hear about what fucking Whoopi Goldberg did, which is kind of hilarious? No, not at all. Uh, she had this take on The View where she essentially tried to say that the Holocaust wasn't about racism at all. What was it about then? It was about... She tried to spin it in this fucked up, like, it's about... Like some... How humans just can't find love and respect for one another, so it's a bigger... It wasn't about racism. It was about the human... The human inability Humans are violent and they just did that? Yeah. (laughs) The other people are like, nope, they... Straight up wanted to kill Jews and everyone that wasn't white. And she was like, no, it wasn't about that. It's like, bitch, what? <laughs> I think we lost you, Janaid, by the way. Right. No, I'm here. Oh. I'm just letting you finish. No, you're good. I just heard a weird connection sound. How the hell do you, somewhere. like, reason that, though? I don't know, bro. You just, like, sit down one night. It's just like, there wasn't a motive. People just do that. People just commit genocide. It's like if we just had peace and love, then that would have happened. Wouldn't have happened. It's not about racism. It's just right. about a lack of peace and love. Maybe if if Hitler listened to the Beatles, he wouldn't have committed. The <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! You can't say that when I'm drinking water. <laughs> Hitler's like, dudes, I was gonna do this whole, like. Nazi thing, you know, but I discovered John Lennon. Have you ever heard Yellow Submarine? <laughs> Bro, they drive Volkswagens too. <laughs> oh my god. This is bad jokes. <laughs> it's just such a wild timeline where like the Nazi parties are the peace love party because they got really into the Beatles and just like spread global friendship or some shit dude they like lasted they they win world war Two, okay yeah but then it's like 20 years later in the 60s it like an old man <laughs> hitler hitler flips. has like long flowing hair <laughs> and he's and in like hawaiian shirts sunglasses <laughs> And like the Smoke, big handlebar mustache. Smoking joints, dude. Looks like just, John Lennon kind of deal. All you need is love, man. I think we've had this all wrong, you guys. <laughs> if he just listened to the Beatles. Dude, oh my god. I feel like that could be a good like a good sketch. <laughs> Would that be too uh, I don't know, man. When does that be? When how how many years till that you can like make that joke? I feel make what joke? 
Hitler you, is now the love and friendship because he listened to the Beatles. Germans won World War II. It's now the 1960s, but the Beatles are still around somehow. And he hears the Beatles and turns into a stoner. And then is like coming into meetings with like joints and shit. And is like, guys, I think we might have got this shit all wrong. I've been listening to this song. <laughs> and they've been talking a lot of all we, you need is love. We gotta, like, we gotta resurrect those Jews. We gotta <laughs> fix this, guys. I think, was that bad? Like... <laughs> <laughs> and everyone's like, uh, it's... <laughs> yeah, bro. It's like you killed my entire family. I think, I think probably though, what now in like reality would happen is he'd get all the peace and love stuff, but still be like a raging anti-Semite. <laughs> <laughs> He's like doing press tours. He's like, guys. He's on like the top I'm of a Volkswagen Beetle. Peace signs out, and it's like, now what about the Holocaust? Forget about it, man. <laughs> We're moving on from that, bro. We don't need to. We don't need to dwell on the past. We just need to change the present. And he's just like dodging. Look, but... Man, I've been reading the Bhagavad Gita. <laughs> <laughs> but it says it wrong. The Bhagavad Gita. <laughs> Bhagavad Gita, man. <laughs> Check it out, I got I got Windhelm on a sitar over here. <laughs> oh my god. I've been reading the Buddha. This mine, peace love. <laughs> oh my god. I think if we all come together and like Instead of mind comp, yeah. it's mind when chill. The, when the Beatles when the Beatles toured India, they made probably like a whole generation of Indian babies that were just a little more light skinned. <laughs> you think so? Were they mad smashing? Dude, of course, man. They're all about that peace and love Kama Sutra lifestyle, man. Were you on that episode, Janae, where we talked about ridiculous Kama Sutra stuff? Yeah. Okay, good. I can't remember. Was that the one where we found out there's like some obscure like. Anal sex is really old, is what we found out. Well, yeah. But wasn't there, like, something else on there? Oh, no, no. We were talking about how, yeah, there's, like, all this kinky shit in there. And then, like, there's this big gap where kinky shit probably wasn't happening. And now it's, like, back in full blast. Full blast. Licked mish in ass. <laughs> what a fucking throwback. Oh, boy. I'm running low on stuff already. Um, can I brag about how much i hate gary v and i am just loving to see this nft and fucking crypto coin shit fall it was coming back up though not really Bro, it's i mean it won't it be that fast is it, is it really though what's ethereum at right now i think i don't know Dude, Ethereum's at like 47% of what it was. 45% of the all-time high. Yeah, but it also grew, grew like 100% last year. So, yeah. it's volatile, man. It's just the way it goes. But I just fucking hate... Dude, I hate this new... Have you guys heard about this new Gary V restaurant? He's got a restaurant now? Bro, listen to this. Gary, you pay with NFTs. You get in with an NFT. So, it's a country club. Okay. But Sorry for you completely bursting your bubble, Justin. You were so hyped to explain that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, you pay with... No, you don't pay with <laughs> NFTs, by the, the way. You still, once you get in, you still have to buy the food. 
This is. I feel like you know more than me. I know a lot about this. So explain it. So explain it to me. So it's in. There's two levels of NFTs you buy from one of his specific new pump and dump NFT. Oh, do things. you have to buy one of his NFTs? It's a. It's not his specifically. Not one of his NFT. V friends. It's a specific one from a company he's partnered with, and he's doing all the marketing for, and he's like the face of. And it's this thing called like fish jump or something ridiculous so you can't just have any no it's a specific one and there's two of them one of them just gets you into the restaurant the other and once you're in you still have to pay for all the food the other one gets you this experience with some like high quality trained sushi chef who comes and makes sushi okay at your table but it's like essentially the premise of like a country club like you're just like. paying and his whole right, argument how, like the Freemasons started kind of <laughs> his whole weird shit is his his thing that is so dumb that I hate about it is his whole argument of why it's game changing and different than like a country club or like a private restaurant that mm-hmm. those do exist you know what I mean like the Soho yeah. house and stuff right. like um He's like, well, those you pay like a monthly installment or something to be a member of. And mine, you just buy it and it becomes an asset that you like an ownable asset. Whereas the other things are just like your name on a list. And then the other whole thing that's kind of some bullshit is you can just sell your fucking NFT to anyone. Mm -hmm. So one of the big things that's nice about a club is there's some sort of exclusivity that comes with like they kind of keep certain not like i don't want to say like like for example like the soho house in new york i heard didn't let in financial people Hmm. so they're trying to keep it fun or something like that yeah keep like just hipsters and artists yeah 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 so you couldn't get in if you were rich from like being in the stock market right but what if you like get in and then you could just like sell it off to some rich boy who like fuck like a little trust fund kid who's like all pumped up on ethereum now right well i mean it sounds like there's nothing preventing you from doing that i mean that's probably how most of those people have it in the first place is being yeah a stock kid pumped up on ethereum that bought an nft yeah and now they're gonna sell it so to now, the next kid in line basically so yeah i i feel it's it's gonna be a bubble community just because it's like no one outside that community is gonna even be like one remotely even, interested yeah or in financially able to get in unless like some guy buys it and then it's just like i'm gonna sell it for a dollar i don't remember what the current ethereum price was but when he first opened the nfts and i don't know if they're selling that now but it's like 1800 bucks yeah to get the nft to just have access to go to this restaurant what happens when the restaurant fails you're right. Now you just got this NFT that ain't yeah. worth shit. Yeah, we got all these people in here, but uh, they spend all their money on the NFT, so they don't actually order anything. They just hang out. Mm-hmm. We don't actually make any money because the NFTs were all bought yeah. once. And, and now we're, and we're losing all this shit, a shit ton of money on the private sushi chef that mm-hmm. you know, everyone has access to, but uh, no one can afford to buy sushi There's off of. There's no way it stands as a business. I cannot no. see it like being long-term one bit. Just NFTs. Like, Where's our know? NFT supremacist like, guidelines? What are? No, I mean, I'm asking what would they be? Yeah. Ooh, ooh. One is you never insult the blockchain. Yeah. Like, blockchain is God. Idealists. Yeah. Um, you know, you got to really, I don't know. You got to, 
you got to have a really good argument for why art is an intrinsic thing and that there's no, I mean that there's no intrinsic value to art quality like, over quantity not even that but NFT people argue that the quality doesn't even have to be there like Gary V's shit yeah caterpillar NFTs they argue that like well you can't tell somebody their art's bad because art's in the eye of the beholder so right. behold my nuts <laughs> <laughs> oh do you guys want to buy a fucking grumpy ape? Grumpy ape. Bro, I could draw a grumpy ape. You seen that there's people that will, like, take NFTs, change, like, three pixels, and then throw it up as their own NFT? Yeah. Yeah, and it's legal. Yeah, of course it is. Save as, baby. Right click. Well, not even that, because it's like, if you do that, then they can argue, it's like, well, it's the same exact image that's copyright infringement to try and sell my art. And it's just like, okay, yeah, but I changed three pixels, so now it's my art. Mm-hmm. <laughs> falls under fair use strangely you know what i mean yeah and uh yay i liked it when it was like cool artists actually like making money off of digital right. art a lot of people were just like being compensated for their artists time are making money finally and yeah it's just that like, was sick okay i understand the blockchain very well but uh, i have the pen skills of you know a crippled snail so i'm going to use my inability to create art to make a shit ton of money because I understand the blockchain aspect more than the art aspect. And that's all I really need in order to profit in this. Ugh. And how bad it's going to suck when you just want to go to Disneyland one day. And you got to pay. And like, NFT. instead of being able to buy a Disneyland ticket, you got to buy an NFT of yeah. a Disneyland ticket. And because they've signed with some fucking I mean, weird. Disney's already pumping out NFT. That's what I mean. And they're going to like sign with some weird coin. Mm-hmm. So now I gotta buy like gotta Disney buy bucks. Disney, yeah, I gotta buy fucking Mickey bucks yeah. to buy my fucking Disney ticket NFT so that I can whoa, get whoa, into. Whoa, buddy, this is only worth twenty Goofy tokens. That's not enough. <laughs> <laughs> you need at least seven Mickey bucks. But when I bought this three minutes ago over at the desk, I paid seventy-five Mickey bucks for this here NFT. Well, yeah. Well, now the price has <laughs> dropped, and this thing's only worth twenty-five, and it's seventy-five Mickey bucks. There's a guy in. dressed as Donald that pulls a lever that just randomizes the numbers every fifteen Dude, minutes, <laughs> and you're just getting fucked it's in all, the park. You gotta like time when you enter the park, depending yeah. on like how the well, what is it? the you magic s- coins doing. You saw they got rid of um the fast pass. In Disneyland? Wow. Yeah, they got rid of the Fast Pass because they're just like, it steals the experience from other, you know, people. It's like, you had to pay extra for it. <laughs> Dude, and with as expensive as Disneyland is, yeah. it was only like 50 more bucks for the Fast Pass. It was 50 like, more bucks to make sure you could actually do everything in yeah, the park. And it's now like, it's like, yeah, oh, now that we've taken it away, you get to pick one ride to stand in line in all day. Like, it, it sounds like some NFT bullshit. Yeah. Uh, sorry, this line is only for NFT holders. If you want in uh, this line, you have to buy an NFT. Otherwise, you have to go get in the normal line, which is starting at the park entrance. And they can just randomly like change the prices on these, and you're trying to trade your one NFT to get a ticket for the next yeah. one, and it's like... Oh, you bought from the Goofy NFT lineup. You actually need to buy from the Donald Goofies lineup. are training really low right now. You need Dogecoin, actually. Yeah. Like, what? Dogecoin? Like, I thought that's it's been dead. Yeah, you actually need to buy the Spider-Man NFT. But you got to buy the Marvel version. If you buy the Sony version, it's not valid. We know how to check. 
I have, well, to, I have to smell your phone to make sure it's the right NFT. Also, you know, sometimes I don't want all of my purchases to be tracked on the blockchain. Yeah. That's why we use Nordic Viper Penis oh. Nazi. <laughs> Nordic Viper Penis Nazi payment uh, software. Payment we, software. So that way you cannot track us on the blockchain. If you ever want to send us money, go to Nordic Viper Nazi Penis penis payment software mm-hmm. um you'll be able to it'd be a pretty cool band <laughs> dude <laughs> <laughs> or they'd be really bad but sound like a cool nordic band. penis viper nordic viper penis nazi <laughs> <laughs> one guy's dressed like a viking and everyone else is in like business casual dresses <laughs> And the guy dressed like a Viking is like the bassist. <laughs> oi, oi, how long are we at right now? At 52. 52. Do I got anything else real quick? Uh, oh, I can talk about the snake said something oil. about snake oil. Yeah. yeah, so I got a buddy in Wyoming, and uh, he just moved into a new place. And so he's using the internet that's already set up there that his landlord got. But his landlord's like this 80-year-old woman that knows nothing about internet. So... He's paying for, like, a 10 megabit per second plan, but he's not even getting, like, 1 megabit per second. So he's like, hey, he, he contacted the company. He's like, hey, what's going on? I'm not getting what I'm paying for. He's like, oh, we can come out and fix that. And So they're, like, messing with stuff. I guess the way it works is they're, like, an independent internet service provider, and they sublease from the radio towers. And basically, they steal the radio tower's bandwidth by putting, like, a radio receiver on your house to, like, snag the radio Wi-Fi and then pump it through your house. But the problem is, is that, like, in theory, that works. But, like, let's say you have a radio tower that you're sapping from five miles away. It's not like, okay, here's the internet. You now have to spread the internet out to reach. And so by the time it gets to you five miles away, you have, like, no bandwidth or anything. Huh. And, but they're like, no, it works. And then you don't have to go through, like, oh, what do you call it, like, big internet <laughs> providers. And, you know, it sounds like internet MLM. Yeah, and basically. But then it's just like, of course, his, like, 80-year-old landlord is like, oh, this is so great. It's so cheap. And it's, like, you know, local owned and stuff. And he's just like... Yeah, but it doesn't do anything. Like, I get you don't need it because the only thing that requires internet is your emails that you access on your computer once a month. Was it called Urbanet? No. No, it's something else. It was a really bad joke about Herbalife. Oh. <laughs> oh, I thought, I thought you were saying Urban. I thought you actually Urban knew, Net. like, a, a company or something. Ah, shit, that one. Was, that didn't work, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know much about Herbalife. No, oh, no, wait, I do. I Herbalife do. is the... Yeah, okay. that, like, weird health kick shit, aren't they? Yeah, shakes. Yeah. Good old shakes. Yeah, so he's... Was it the first fix they were going to do is, like, oh, we're just going to put a bigger radio wire on your house to catch more internet and... He's just like, that's not how it works. And it's like, no, no, that's how it works. And he's been like basically lying to my friend until he came into the house one day 
to like hook up a wire and like looked at his computer setup and it's just like oh shit this guy knows about computers yeah it, it's probably not gonna work you might want to go with the the big with traditional with Xfinity yeah provider. And it's just like oh crazy you saw my setup and realized I know shit about fuck like <laughs> god damn it I fucking hate people like that dude. yeah your scam fell flat <laughs> Like go mobile of yeah. the internet. Yeah, he's just like, well, I can fix it in like a week. I just need my uh, my apprentice out here, so I have someone watch me while I climb the tower. He's like, I can watch you climb the tower. It's like, well, it's for safety reasons. I can't have you liable. And it's like, well, what do you need to climb the tower for if it's hooked up to a radio signal on my house? He needs <laughs> a slave camp to watch point. him. Yeah, climb like the tower. Such a sexy time. Such an absurd. Ponzi scheme. Oh, dude. I hate people. It's like, just admit that it's a scam for old people in Wyoming, and <laughs> now that there's people in Wyoming that know how to use technology, it doesn't work anymore. I bet you they advertise on Facebook heavy. Yeah. Well, get this. They're like the third largest provider in Wyoming. And it's just like, how... <laughs> 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 do they does no is there three providers? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's just like is there like no it was probably like Comcast, Cox, and them. That's it. They made the list last place. It's like no, we cover a third of the valley. It's like that's probably like all the people over sixty. Jesus. Get Google Fiber yeah. world. Dude, I want to get it so bad, but evidently there's like no fucking Google Fiber in Sugar House. Like how I the hell does it. that work? I have it. I know you have it, but you're like Salt Lake. Yeah, it's like how the block away. How the fuck does Sugar House not have Google Fiber? I don't know. I was a test neighborhood too, so we got it way early. Oh, nice. Yeah, I've been like talking to my landlord and like building manager. It's like, can we get Google Fiber here? It's like, what you pay like what five bucks a month? Hmm, not quite that cheap, but it's way cheaper. Yeah, because it's like I'm paying almost seventy. I want to say it might be like 40 or 50. It's not quite like six bucks a month cheap, but we also have their like, I don't know. They do this weird plan where they like send out two different types of Wi-Fi signal. Yeah. One's like stronger at short range and one's better at long range. Yeah. Long range. So we have that whole setup. I don't know. Yeah. Fancy computer words. But they, like, just install it in your house, don't they? Yeah. 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 Then you just, like, plug a router into it and you're good to go. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's mad fast. I didn't know that, like, you could be on the internet and when you click something, it just, like, without any hesitation is just up. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's just like, dude, I mean, I have fast internet, but fuck, do I want faster for cheaper? (laughs) Yeah. For sure. And it's super dependable. Yeah. After, like, we mentioned this the other day when we were messaging, I kind of thought to myself, like, when was the last time I had an issue with my internet? And the only time I have is when I blew a fuse that turned off the power to the router. Yeah. So it's, it's like, like, oh, yeah, that was what I have. We got outages every now and then. I mean, like, internet goes out at least once every two days for, like, ten minutes. It's your house? Night. Yeah, in the middle of the night. It'll be like, it's like Jesus. there's a server update or some shit like that. I don't know, but... It's annoying. I mean, it's not like the end of the world because it's only like five to ten minutes, but huh. yeah, it's just inconvenient at times. I'm sure it is. Yeah. Well, let's let's stop talking about internet service providers. Yeah, 
That was a good, use, good I, chat. I need to be on the good side so I can upload this shit. <laughs> yes, that is very true. Um, Ashburn, homie. Frankfurt, homie. Brussels, homie. Y'all listen to the last episode. I've seen it. I will start stalking you and harassing you if you don't reach out to us. First we say your location, then your name. Peace out, world. Later, guys. Thanks for listening.